Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. Working in the nonprofit community takes uh, a terrific, let's just say, skill set. And we have a new individual that is working with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation who is no stranger to the nonprofit community in and around Manhattan. Mitzi Richards has come on board with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, and she joins us on today's episode of Philanthropy Today. Mitzi, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Dave. I appreciate it. Give us your background. Oh, gosh, where to start? Um, yeah, I've, I look at my career background and kind of a three-legged stool. Mm -hmm. I started in nonprofit work, worked as the, eventually as the CEO for Home Care and Hospice, now the Good Shepherd. Mm -hmm. So worked um, there for 17 years, then did two decades at Kansas State University, working to advance relationships in a couple of different areas, the College of Engineering initially, and then from there, my last 12 years at K-State, I directed corporate and foundation relations across the academy. So had the incredible opportunity to work not only with individual individuals and families who were committed to the mission of the institution, but also with industry, uh, corporate and foundation folks who also saw the uh, just the essential need for strong educational institutions that not only educated talent, but also helped the faculty were such an incredible uh, force behind innovation, new science, new knowledge, um, and industry partnerships were very important um, to their success, helping do a lot of philanthropic things. Um, institutionally, they helped with capital projects, new labs, new equipment, but also um, helping with graduate students and supporting their work in the labs. Um, so that was phenomenal. The last few years, I have worked with financial services industry company, Keating, and the advisors who partner with, with that company. That was my first for-profit, um, actual for-profit work. But Honestly, not a whole lot different because the passion of those advisors was to best serve their clients. Very much the same, whether you're in a nonprofit healthcare service provider, in an institution of higher learning, everybody as human beings, I think we're, whether we're for profit or not for profit, we're really motivated by those passions. You know, it's simply put, I suppose, that. that both the work that you have done in nonprofit and the profit sector have been very much relationship building. Definitely. Um, that is the singular element. I think the relationships between people, the building of trust and confidence that you are there to really help facilitate their goals is, is the primary focus in all the work I've done. And that's, I think what's made it, um, so rewarding and so much fun. What are some of the things that you're looking forward to working with the GMCF? 
I am very excited to be back in the philanthrop in philanthropic work. I think my greatest sense of accomplishment has come when I have helped facilitate an individual, a corporation, a foundation realize their goals. So being a part of that process, having those conversations, helping people understand what they want to do with their money that is meaningful to them is it's a it's a really um rewarding place to work on both sides i think i my hot my my highest compliment i think from from a family or an individual um and that's what i look forward to here at the greater manhattan community foundation is helping them realize that they can make a difference where their passion lies. And that that's exciting to me. And I'm really looking forward to doing that, not only in the Manhattan community, but with our partner organizations across Northeast Kansas. Mitzi Richards is our guest today on Philanthropy Today. She has just moved into the office plex here at Colony Square. Give us an idea of what your role here will be. Well, um, I think you said it earlier, Dave, the role is to identify the community priorities and help match those priorities with individuals or families who share those passions. Begin to facilitate conversations, um, an understanding, education about what what that looks like, and then determining um, how people want to make that investment. So there's, you know, in philanthropy, if you get down into the weeds, there's lots of different ways people can can give. And learning those teaching and, and helping guide those as well as knowing that no two people are alike, and everybody's situation is a bit different. So making sure that you bring to someone a very open mind, be able to listen to their ideas, listen to where they may have opportunity to invest in their communities in lots of different ways. You know, obviously there's there's cash, there's appreciated assets, there's end of life or estate planning, giving. There's just so many different ways. And everybody has a bit of a different vision on how they how they might want to do that. I think one of the things that would surprise a lot of people, just how many funds are in place here at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation and how many projects and opportunities there are to 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 help people and and to fund certain certain projects like you know there's a lot of emphasis on art these days here and then you know we have growing concerns of you know people that are just struggling with with finances with with food with shelter there's a just so many different opportunities here that uh, that you can channel those uh, those monies through Absolutely. And the one thing I think I've learned uh, working over the years with people is bringing those uh, bringing those different needs to their attention oftentimes is helpful. Um, helping them realize something that they maybe didn't understand. I remember at K-State, um, you know, 
it's one of the last projects I did with a company's support was helping them understand that food security was an issue um, with students. And so helping, helping them see that need and then respond. So a lot of times it's kind of connecting the dots for folks. But in other situations, they know exactly what they want to do. They may have had um, an opportunity while they were in the at the university or in the community that made a difference for them in their lives. So they want to gift back into a very specific place because it's meaningful, most meaningful to them. You started with the GMCF in June. Right. What have you immersed yourself into so far? A technology. <laughs> uh, just People our age, that, that's, that's our biggest struggle, isn't it? You got it. You got it. Yeah, just getting set up, um, learning, listening from the staff, um, hearing what's happening across the community, where the priorities are. Um, I've been a part of lots of different meetings. The initial meeting was with our partner representatives, those who represent community foundations in the Northeast Kansas communities. Wow, was that impressive. Um, Getting to know the facts that as Kansans, and I'm very proud of being a Kansan, lifelong Kansan, we are very humble, hardworking, head down folks, but we're committed to where we live and we're committed to our neighbors. And maybe that's because we know them. <laughs> they, we, we shop in the same stores. We, we go to the same churches. Um, I often have told my friends f- that live in bigger cities, you know, you don't cut anybody off in traffic when you live in a community <laughs> of my size. Why? Because they know what you drive. Yeah. <laughs> they, know who, they know who Dave Lewis is, right? <laughs> you know, that's, that, that shivers me timbers just to think about how many people yeah. might be in that category. Exactly. But that's why we live here. That's what makes it special. So I think being here since June 1 has reminded me of how closely we are connected to one another. And what a richness that brings to living in a community this size, being connected, and having a sense of accountability to make this community better. There are some things that kind of struck me uh, initially when I started working, and I'm not an employee, but I work with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation through these podcasts and some other events. There are, there's so much that is on the table you know, with, with all the various funds and all the various nonprofit organizations and the opportunities to help build significant aspects into our community that we may not have had before. And, and it's an exciting time to be in Manhattan because there's a lot of things that are in the works and that are in the pipelines now. But there, everybody has their jobs. And when you walk in here, one of the things that I think just surprised me is just how delightful it is to step in and feel like you're working in a really special environment for a very special cause. I agree. I think you can feel that. You can feel the energy. You can feel the culture that Vern and Marla and others have built in their time here. Um, it's it's tangible, for sure. I really enjoyed that. I think it's important to know too, note, too, that as a community, like you said, we're, I think, naturally collaborative. 
And folks look to each other to lend their expertise, their insight, and their abilities to really address issues that we have and figure out solutions. I think they're often complex, so patience and perseverance are really important. But um, I feel like we have the leadership, Dave, across our community to make those things happen. And the collaborative efforts that I'm seeing, you know, with all the various uh, entities, um, you know, especially in the, within the business community, you know, you walk into a board meeting and you see people of all walks of life. Uh, there are so many different committees that come here into the offices in Colony Square, and uh, you know they all have they all have a terrific approach when they step inside because they know that what they're going to be working toward is significant, and it's something that is, uh, I think, a very pleasurable experience. And that's something that I think a lot of people have kind of lost sight of when it comes to philanthropy. Well. Um I, I agree. I've, I've watched a little bit of that in the last few weeks, being in meetings, listening, and, and feeling a sense that people are willing to share their thoughts, their ideas, um, be pretty frank about what they see in front of them, but in a positive way, in a way where it's focused on, here's an issue, we've got to deal with it. How do we best deal with it? What's the best approach? Uh, it's not a it's not a, a whining situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, we, I think we all know the difference there, right? It's, it's really a way of, okay, what, let's roll up our sleeves. Let's work together. Let's get this figured out. So um, I agree. I think philanthropy oftentimes can drive and motivate that public partner, private, collaboration again mm-hmm. it's 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 those those private public partnerships that can allow a lot of different people to play a role and those walks of life is what makes up our community and together um, listening and learning from each other I think is is where we make the most progress well it sounds like you're really excited not only are you perfectly fit for the role <laughs> that you've stepped into what is your title I am director of philanthropy. Director of Philanthropy. Yeah. That's a big gig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think um, it can mean, uh, to me, it's pretty simple. I mm-hmm. mean, to me, it's just how do you, uh, once again, how do you make the connection between an individual, an entity's passion for how they want to make a difference with those opportunities and bring them together and you know again it's 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 about trust it's about facilitation it's about confidentiality um it's about keeping people connected once you know once they participate because it is contagious i i know in my years of philanthropic work people would often say what what are we going to do next what are we going to do next? Because it inspires. Um, it it makes them feel like, wow, I, I really, uh, I did the work. I did the due diligence. I invested. I'm watching something really make a difference. And I want to keep doing that. And I think it also, just for a point of clarification, you came in shortly after Elaine Duvetter had retired from the Community Foundation. But your role is vastly different than what she held. 
Yes, yes. My my role is new. I think um, my role, from what I am hearing from Vern, as well as listening to our board, is the beginning of a bit of a shift, a subtle shift, but more of a proactive approach to identifying those individuals who really want to strategically invest in their community. So, um, and I've said this throughout my, my career, not waiting for the phone to ring, but getting out there developing those relationships, helping individuals, uh, entities understand how and what they could do for their communities, and then and then aligning what makes sense to them, what, what helps them reach their goals. Well, you and your family have been extremely vested in the community for ever since you arrived at Manhattan, probably. Uh, I love to take my grandchildren to the Sunset Cemetery and and point out the great 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 grandparents who um, came to this community. Um, they, you know, were very courageous folks who came and homesteaded. That's the Richard side. I am a Kansas City native, but have lived now most of my life in Manhattan, Kansas, and uh, couldn't be prouder of the decision sort of what I would say is probably uh, more God's grace <laughs> than, than good thinking at the time, because I was, um, I remember when I decided to come to Kansas State University, which led me to meet my husband of 43 years, and, you know, him being a, a Manhattan native, uh, and coming and making this place our home, raising our family here, and now being blessed with uh, children here and grandchildren here. It's, it's an incredible place. It's an incredible place. The other day I drove up to my home and I saw my grandson mowing the, the yard. And I literally got, got the clint. I, I literally got emotional. I thought, wow, this is what life is all about. This is, this is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my son to mow my yard. <laughs> and I don't necessarily have those same emotions, but... <laughs> Well, when you see a grandson and you know you can Venmo him. <laughs> Here we go back to our initial discussion yeah. about the technology, technology being one of the biggest challenges when you step into the role. Exactly. exactly. Well, it's a, it's, it's a wonderful time to be a part of a great community and a community for you that has that means more than just a place to work but this is family this is home i've been here now this stint for over 30 years and i can't imagine being anywhere else and i'm so proud to call manhattan home because there's so many delightful things around here. The people are delightful, even though, you know, they know what kind of car I drive and you <laughs> don't want to cut them off in traffic. Um, what, are, what are some of the things that you like about Manhattan the most? Hmm. That's a deep thought. That's yeah. a deep question. I sprung that you know, on you, didn't I mean, you? Yeah, people. I mean, obviously, um, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's the connections. It's the longer you're here, um, you know, it's the, um, the fact that um, we all do feel a sense of accountability for one another. I feel like there is a deep sense of, of that in our community. But there's some really pretty simple things. I love this time of year. I mean, I love I, I live near the university, so I'm always, uh, you know, looking forward to the fall. But this time of year where you can kind of breathe, where you're if you're at a stoplight, you're the first one there. And you don't get cut off in traffic <laughs> as much. 
is when the students are here. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I mean, those are the things that come to come to mind. Um, it's the best decision I ever made, Dave, was for Dan and I to make Manhattan our permanent home. And um, I do love to travel. I love to go other places. I love to see other places. But the, I've often said the best part of every trip is coming home. Um, there is, I've never felt anything but, ah, here I am. So as much as I enjoy meeting other people, going other places, experiencing the beauty of our world, Manhattan, Kansas is a special place. And it's a place that I will forever call home. There are a couple of instances that I recall back to, to what, uh, you know, makes Manhattan home for me. And that was the 93 flood. That's fairly new, but what a tremendous experience in seeing a community come together. And then after my wife passed away, how the community reached out to me and supported me after that. And it just, uh, you know, it just cemented the thought that, hey, this is where I belong. Yeah, those, 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 are, those are times in our lives when tragedy strikes. Yeah. You really, that's when you really know. Um, we experienced it here just recently, you know, with a couple of bad storms that came through. We experienced it with a flood over Wildcat Creek. There's all kinds of things. And, and here we are on, on, on the precipice of, you know, some, some great advancements within our community, uh, new, uh, new challenges with, you know, new companies coming to town, NBAF opening up and everything else that's going to fall in place. It's, uh, it's really an exciting time to be part of Manhattan and thusly the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. I agree. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Looking forward to having um, just building new and, and getting existing relationships, folks better connected. And, and that's, that's going to be probably my focus for the first few months, mm-hmm. being introduced to folks and getting to know new people. Can't imagine better fit. Congratulations on Thank the gig. You. And I'm looking forward to working with you and having you back in on another episode down the road of Philanthropy Today. Thanks, Dave. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AdAstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.